0: Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who changed their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. Hello to San Francisco and hello
1: to Grace today. Grace is a full-time online entrepreneur, podcaster, content creator, and coach, and she is embracing her true self and helping others to do the same. Welcome, Grace. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your background?
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here and I really feel I'm so passionate about um just helping people know their true potential. Like there's so many dreams, so many visions that people have and it really stems to my own story of learning to pursue these. So like a quick backstory is I grew up here in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is the heart of the Silicon Valley. So anyone who's familiar, you know, with the tech companies, Google, Facebook, Apple, it's all here. And so I grew up in a very like, hustle, high achieving culture. But you know, I was always kind of just following what I feel like I should do, you know, what I should pursue. And I never, you know, I think so few of us growing up actually have clarity around like what we're meant to do, Where we just kind of go with things and fall into things, right. So I ended up falling into marketing. That was what I noticed about myself was I loved spreading the word about things that were helpful for people. And to this day, I can't help myself when I see a good movie, I just want to blast it out and tell everybody about to go watch it so it naturally led me into you know college I I studied business Um, I didn't like most of the business stuff I just really like the marketing stuff but then I also noticed in that process I was like oh I feel like I have these like inner you know inklings or seeds of entrepreneurship but it was just such a taboo topic like my family never promoted entrepreneurship or talked about it in a positive way it was more like Oh, like so and so pursued, like tried to start a company and they obviously failed. And like all entrepreneurships, fa- entrepreneurs fail. It's a it's a pathway to, you know, just setting yourself up for failure, basically. So I always, I was almost allergic to this term of entrepreneurship. Um, but I remember very clearly uh, a friend actually invited me after I had graduated and I was working at Google um, doing marketing there. I remember a friend at, invited me to this um, entrepreneurship boot camp uh, conference kind of thing and you know at first I was like oh, th- this is not for me like why would I go to something like this I'm not an entrepreneur but because I trusted this friend this friend knew me pretty well and he was like I really see I feel like you would really enjoy this um, conference especially knowing you and your personality and your gifts so I was like okay I, you know what do I have to lose so I remember going to this conference and then being blown away. Cause I just, it, it was like, there's something inside of me that was being awakened that I didn't even know was there. Um, and it was very exciting, but also very scary. Cause I was like, what is this? Like, Oh no, am I going to be an entrepreneur? I don't want to be one. <laughs> and so honestly, after I left, I, I just kind of tabled it. Cause I was like, I don't I don't have any clarity about what to do with this, this feeling, but you know, it it was a nice experience. I learned a lot, but I don't, I don't think I'm necessarily meant to do anything right now with it. Fast forward, you know, I mentioned uh, to you earlier before we were recording, like I had just a crazy whirlwind journey of taking leaps of faith, uh, in terms of work, especially where I, um, you know, in the middle of the pandemic in 2020, I felt very strongly I'm supposed to leave my cushy corporate golden handcuffs job and leave it to go into full-time ministry working for a church, a nonprofit, which had no benefits, like half the pay. It was just a total drastic change. Um, But, you know, it was such a smaller, it basically is a very lean, almost like a startup environment. So when I entered that environment, I grew so much. I tell people all the time. I think I grew more in one year working for a nonprofit than I technically did in four years at Google in a tech co- company because of okay. all the things that I had to really be hands on. I had to think scrappily. I had to be like, okay, we don't have resources. We don't have people. How am I going to lead and and make this happen? I was also given a lot of autonomy too. Um So that was such a blessing because I was really, in a way, able to kind of get a taste even more so of like what entrepreneurship is like. Until last year, that's when I really felt, okay. I think there's something even more. I have dreams and like I I was even hesitant to call them a dream because it was more like I have Just this strong feeling inside of me that there's more in me that's not being expressed, not being utilized, and I want to find out what that is. And I really feel like I'm not going to be able to have the brain space, the margin, the time and attention to dedicate to this process unless I actually step out of my job. So last uh, year, around almost a full year from today, I had no backup plan. I stepped out of my job, my coworkers and boss, and everybody was very like, are you sure about this? (laughs) And honestly, I was like, I don't really know, but I, I know I need to do this. Otherwise I will have regrets my whole life. So yeah, it was terrifying, but I stepped out. And then the beginning of this year, I just spent like dreaming again. And it was crazy because I think so many of us, are like so used to the grind of like all the things we need to do, all the responsibilities and tasks. But this was the very first time pretty much my entire life, besides being a child without any worries, you know, that I was actually able to have the freedom to dream again and be like, what are those things really inside of me that I want to pursue and I want to do? And the crazy thing is, um, while I was in this process, I actually had a health scare where I remember my husband and I were in Hawaii and it was like so relaxing so peaceful but for some reason we were watching a movie and my heart suddenly didn't feel right like I felt like my heart something was wrong with my heart so I panicked and I I like sat up really straight and I was like you need to call 911 and he was he was like so shocked he was like what's happening and I was like I something's not right like something's wrong and so he like frantically called 911 the paramedics came and they were so nice but i was like i was panicking i was like why are they freaking out but they were they were helping calm me down and they're like yeah it looks like your vitals everything is fine you know it to this day i still don't really know what actually happened because they said everything was fine i was just having kind of like a panic attack because of what was happening and um but I remember so clearly. It was like a wake up call because when when I sat up and I was like, "Something's wrong," and I told my husband to call nine one one. the The first thing I thought was, "Oh no, I haven't lived my life. Like, if I like if I died right now, I honestly would not be happy and I would not be at peace because I know that there are things inside of me that I haven't pursued.
0: Mm. So that
2: was like a huge wake up call. It just gave me like the fire to start really taking my dreams seriously. And instead of just like journaling and be like, oh, that would be so cool, whatever. Um, it was just the fire that that lit under me to actually, okay, what am I gonna do about this? And am I gonna be brave enough? I didn't at that point I didn't even know if I was really gonna do something like like specifically what I was jumping into, but I knew that I wanted to go for it and lean into the process more than ever before.
1: Yeah, or to um, give it a chance at least to. Yeah be able to bring it to the world eventually because you just said so much interesting stuff grace because i mean i think many people would love to work in marketing for google first of all right i mean <laughs> it is like yeah. people some people would say oh my god grace you just given up you have given up a you know a dream job. You gave up my dream job. And why haven't you just stayed mm-hmm. there in, instead instead of, you know, moving or leaving that job and then right. working for a nonprofit. And sometimes we are just not being understood. And I don't know, you said that you grew up in a family where risk was not really a thing to take, right? Mm-hmm. How-, How was the reaction of your family and your surroundings <laughs> when you've been going through this? Because... I think I can also imagine if you would have said, you know what, I am leaving my job and I'm going to do this. If this would have been clear to you, people would have maybe looked at it a little bit different, still skeptical. I'm not saying everybody always understands, but,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, but now that you said like, you know what, no, I'm leaving and I'm going to see, and I'm going to just lead into the process of finding, and I need to leave my job for that. How was the reaction of society?
2: Yeah, that is such a great question. And I'm just chuckling because it it was hard, honestly, but I look back and I'm so thankful for the lessons I've learned in it. So I'll just quickly share like I think First of all, every family is different, right? Like your family dynamics, like your parents, and it's very complicated. Everyone's family is different for me specifically. You know, I'm, if people are not um, watching this, I'm Asian American. My family, they're, they are immigrants from Asia, from Taiwan. So for them, you know, it was so deeply ingrained survival mentality. Like we got to do everything it takes to be safe, to be sheltered, to establish ourselves, Um, which I'm very thankful, you know, for the things that they, you know, because of them, I'm able to have this freedom. But I think the mistake that a lot of people find themselves in is thinking, oh, because my parents sacrificed so much, I need to do things that make them happy. And at the end of the day, it's like, They sacrifice so much so that you can thrive the way that you're supposed to. And honestly, a lot of times, at least from my experience, parents themselves cannot understand what is the best for their children because they have the bias of I want to keep them safe. (laughs) So, yeah, I honestly and I, I also recognize I think a lot of people. Um, their risk tolerance is different, right? For me, because I came from this background of being very risk averse, very, very safe and secure, I knew that taking these steps of faith, it's hard for me personally. So I was in a very fragile state already. If I had told my parents during the process of trying to make the decision, I would not. I think to this day, I still think I would not have made those steps because they would have swayed me so strongly. Like, no, don't do that. That's so bad. Like, don't blah blah blah. So for me, I lovingly I w- I know I'm honoring my parents by actually pursuing the things that I know I'm called to that I'm destined for but in order to do that I can't reveal my process until I've actually pretty much made up my mind about what I'm gonna do and that way you know I have the confidence and I'm not swayed by their very well-intentioned concerns and so yeah for most I think all of actually the risk the big risk that I've taken in my life I've kind of I've gone through my own process with people who I know don't have those biases of like, you need to stay, you need to blah, blah, blah. And and people who actually can see from a more objective, supportive perspective who I know, okay, they'll c- encourage me on in chasing my dreams. And once I'm anchored enough in that, now I'll share with my parents. And then regardless of their reaction, regardless of anyone's reaction, really, I, I will be strong enough to continue going. So I think everyone just... It's up to knowing yourself, what you can handle and what's best for you. Um, you know, some people, they have great relationships with their parents who they're like, yeah, we support you in anything that you do. Then that's that's awesome. But for me, that was not the case. So I had to use discernment and wisdom on the
1: timing of when to share things. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it there when you said, yeah, family is just complicated sometimes and we have all kind of uh, stuff going on. I, think, I don't believe in the picture perfect family. Like there's always something we have to deal with. And I get that. Like like my dad, first of all, he doesn't understand anything. Like he was not like a lot involved in our lives. But my mom, for example, she just, I told her because I always felt different. And I always had the feeling I need to make a point, right? Mm -hmm. So I was not like you that you said oh I'm realizing this might hurt them or might make them feel even more uncomfortable than me I was more of a you know a little a little pirate there you know proving my point that I mean until now my mom is I think I'm not sure if she really trusts me or that I that she really trusts that I am okay but I'm trying to tell her that everything is just fine that I am making enough money I have to eat I have a house right right Esther you'd say lovingly want to care for us they would like to just see us safe in the way right. they think it's safe right yeah right. and- it just I-, I love that you uh, you're pointing out a way uh, or a different way of dealing with it where I myself just reacted so different to the situation I, mean, I think it's lovely. I was
2: not always like this so <laughs> I'll just tell you this has been The result of many years of therapy and many years of letting go of things. But I used to be a total rebel to like, I don't want to, you know, I don't care what you are telling me and blah, blah, blah. And but yeah, I think as you grow older and as you just go through more of life, you just see your parents like, no, they're just they just care. They're just also afraid, you know, and fear does things to people that it manifests in a lot of tension and conflict and and anger too, right? Just the fear is just strong emotion that can be confused with love and confused with like, this is the best for you, but it really... Hinders you from stepping into the freedom and the fullness that you're meant to. So yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the, and another thing you mentioned, Grace. I would love to go back to. You said that at this conference, at this entrepreneurial mm-hmm. conference, where your friend has taken you out, and you had this feeling that something was awakening with you, and just yeah. you just didn't know how to handle it. So what I was imagining that you were standing there and actually being very happy, very impressed what's happening around you, getting all the input and Mm. that feeling that you had, was this a more of a feeling like, oh my gosh, I really feel that this is within me. I do belong here, but instantly got that thought as well. Like, "Mm, no, I don't want to be different. I don't want to be dealing with all this newness. Was this like, a, you know, like an angel yeah. devil conversation you
2: had <laughs> within yourself? Yeah, I definitely feel like it was a mix of all different kinds of thoughts, right? Like one, I actually, you know, it's funny because I think it was so abstract to me. I didn't even have the thought like, oh, yes, I belong here. Like I, I didn't, I, I honestly just had the feeling. And I think this is important for people to really pay attention to how do you feel in certain environments? You know, if if you feel like um, you're coming alive, your heart is racing, you're like inspired, you know, and you might not even know and pinpoint like what that is or why that is or what it's for. But just, I've had several times now looking back in my life where I've been in situations, I had no idea that was going to be part of my future, what I'm going to step into. But I remember like, a situation where my heart was fluttering I was like so like wow like amazed and I I didn't I do not even know why and that was kind of what I experienced at that conference of like wow this is you know that's really inspiring I'm I feel like I'm learning so much my eyes are being open to oh entrepreneurship isn't just being crazy and going for things and then failing you know like so it's so much more and there's so much beauty in it there's so much power in it to really change, make effective change in the world and society. And yeah, it just, it just flipped my paradigm. But then on the opposite end, you know, because I hadn't, I didn't think like, oh, I, I could be this. I was definitely like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I don't know if this is, I, I don't know if I would be that kind of entrepreneur, you know, maybe, oh, maybe these lessons I'm supposed to just continue using within my corporate job, you know? So I just, you know, I, I toyed with different thoughts. At the end of the day, I just didn't know what to do with them. Um, but I think I'm. I'm just glad I didn't just throw them away and be like, "Oh, that was nothing." You know, it is more like put it in the pocket, and then maybe one day I will see how I, the pieces will f- fit together um, by keeping those pieces in
1: my pocket. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, so you were really on an exploration path there. Like you allowed yourself to explore to see. How does this feel to be with those people who are doing all the stuff Mm -hmm. that is apparently so scary and where you set yourself out for failure and you were just exploring your options? And I would love to know what was the you know the last spark or Mm. the moment where you said, you know what, I'm gonna go for it? And Mm. what what was it when you knew like what you want to be doing exactly?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, Yeah, so that conference was many years ago. Um, So I went through a lot of things in between then when um, that weren't directly tied with entrepreneurship, but it was like, I would have moments where underneath the surface. So for, for example, I was working in marketing, right? And I would just have this deep seated aspiration of like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if I could just be a content creator. Like, I, f- I feel like that would be fun. You know, I, I would just like have this dream, but then I'd be like, oh, that's, that's too, you know, that's idealistic. You know, I gotta, I gotta stay realistic. How's that going to pay the bills? So, but I would continue having these moments where it would come up. And I remember very, very interesting. Actually, I had a one-on-one with my manager at Google. This was, this was during a time when I knew, okay, I think something's, maybe I should shift maybe I should transition my career. I don't know, but something is off. So I, I was telling her about, you know, I'm trying to explore other, other aspects of marketing, maybe, I I don't know, but she was asking me, okay, five years or no, 10 years from now, where do you see yourself? And I was like, how honest should I be? Cause I don't see myself in a corporate job. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it sounded so crazy, but at that time, I literally, because she told me to actually draw it out, Um, or, oh, this was part of a workshop, and then she, we were debriefing after. She's like, oh, show me, what did you draw? Like, what came up for you? I showed her and it looked completely, it was like not a corporate job. It was creating content. Um, I even had like a YouTube logo and I um, had this picture of like people gathering together in community, like talking about the things that we were sharing through content and it related to my values and what I really wanted to put out in the world. But it just felt ridiculous. Like literally when I showed her that page, I was just like, she's going to laugh. Like this is just never going to happen, you know, but fast forward. So that was, uh, probably that was back in 2018, I guess. So, you know, couple, been a few years. Uh, fast forward to d- today or this year, I when I had that health scare, I remember being like, life is so short and I could literally die at any moment. And I think it's one of those things where we all know that in our heads, but sometimes we just need that wake-up call of like a crisis happening or like a breaking point where we're like, I will not die like this, you know, and some people thankfully don't need that. For me, personally, I'm grateful I had that because it really just pushed me to be like, no matter what it takes, I don't want to die with regrets, like life is just too short. So it's funny, because when I continued to do the dreaming and then also I was absorbing content online I was like listening to all these entrepreneurs you know getting more you know as I was exploring I was thinking oh maybe I could do like a podcast maybe I could do coaching but I you know all these things it just seemed so far away and aspirational but then I I suddenly had that vision of like that picture that I drew at Google with my manager and I was like whoa like my My dream has been there the whole time. I just never thought it was valid. I never thought it was worth taking seriously. And so when that clicked, I was like, this has been inside of me this whole time. I need to go after it. And so, yeah, thankfully through the help of just getting so so much inspiration from other entrepreneurs and learning in this journey combined with a lot of like mindset. I was very intentional with my mindset. Honestly, I was like, I know that the biggest barrier holding me back is the fear of people's opinions, the fear of failure, and even the fear of success. So how can I basically almost brainwash myself to believe in myself enough to actually, because I know I want to do it. I just have to make myself brave enough to do it so I spent a lot of time like in these internet you know forums and community spaces of entrepreneurs being like like okay if these people can go for their dreams even though they started from scratch I can do it too and I had many ups and downs and doubts along the way but I'm glad I pushed through the fear because you don't get like something I was uh, sharing with my friend was you don't get the confidence and then do the thing, you do the thing and get confidence along the way. So for me, that was huge when I realized that, when I'm like, okay, I really got to just go for it. And sure enough, I got the confidence along the way because the more you face your fears, the the more the power of the fear falls away because you're like, oh, it actually has no power to stop me. I can still do this thing in the face of fear.
1: Absolutely, I like to just what you are saying to showcase is like if we look at it, what it's supposed to be. Sometimes it feels like a wild ocean, and yes, when we tell ourselves like no matter what, if I go into that ocean, I will not drown because I can swim. And the moment we step into that ocean, it actually feels like a puddle. Like the moment, really, you you step into it, it becomes such like it dissolves, and you are like, yeah what I've been thinking about for so long, like why I've been overthinking this and in making those, you know, serious decisions in life, like leaving a job, this is serious, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, this is something everybody needs to think through because not everybody is blessed with tons of money that we can just be like, you know, trying out ourselves for the rest of our lives and never have to think about it. Right. But taking, educated risks like planned risks right this is just literally like i explained this ocean where you think like okay well if i don't know if i go there how can i prove to myself that i can actually swim Although right no exactly. right yes exactly yeah so grace if you could give someone an advice who is now currently with a head full of ideas mm-hmm. a creative person who has dreams and desires who is unhappy where he or she is right now wants to branch out as you said what would be your first advice you would like to give
2: wow only one (laughs) I feel like um yeah let me I I think the biggest I would say one of the biggest because I don't I'm I don't think it's the biggest necessarily it depends on your situation but it is really realizing, just like you said, like the, it looks like an ocean, but it's really a puddle. It, it looks like a giant, but it's really just your perspective of it is making it look like a giant because you've been taught to look at it a certain way. So, so I think for me, you know, just my personal example is I've been taught by my family. I've been taught by my friend, like my society that I've surrounded myself with have have been mostly people who've stayed on the safe path. So that's exactly how I train my brain to see things. When I look at risk, I'm like, Oh, that's bad. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) But you know, just don't ignore, first of all, don't ignore that inner tug that's inside of you. That's so important because otherwise you will live your life on the quote unquote safe path and always be wondering, what if I follow that tug? What if I follow the thing inside of me? Some people, honestly, not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur. So some people don't even have that tug and they're like, I'm perfectly fine. I love my job, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's great. Like, I think everyone is called to different things. But I'm speaking specifically, and I'm, I'm sure people listening to this podcast have this inkling, like, I think there's something burning inside of me, but I'm afraid to do it. I would just say, it's either you live your entire life wondering what if and die with the regret of not finding out, or you just pull off the band aid and go for it right now. And trust that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to figure it out. You're going to be able to, something will happen, Some like pieces all fall together and we always just catastrophize in our heads like, oh, it's going to be so hard. But, you know, this is what my husband and I talk a lot about this in uh, our coaching as well as our podcast about like how do you actually recognize the false subconscious lies that you're believing because those are the things holding you back it's not the i mean behavior modification habits it's that's important but at the root of it if you're not addressing the deep subconscious beliefs that you've been taught that you need to unlearn and unroot it's it's gonna be really hard to like force yourself and be like oh I, i know i should but i can't you know it's just it's like that internal tug of war so i really think if if people are listening and they haven't done the work yet to really unroot those lies and doing doing the mindset training doing the mindset work that is key because entrepreneurship is like 90 percent a mindset thing 10 <laughs> percent is hard work and diligence and commitment consistency but so much of it is just belief if you don't believe that you can do it and you don't believe that it's worth doing despite the cost despite the fear then you're just not going to do it and you're going to live with regrets. So that's what I would say.
1: Okay. Love this. Let's (laughs) not live our lives with regrets. And dear listener, if you're listening to this right now and you love what Grace was telling, take the nuggets, like take what's serving you and leave the rest. And please don't be hesitant to share it with a person. If you know someone who really, really needs to hear this, to the ways to connect with Grace, I will... It's usually plays in the show notes, so you can just go there easily, click, and connect with her. And I would love to round up this conversation with my last question, Grace. What do people misunderstand the most about you?
2: Wow, a lot of things.
1: <laughs> and yet I'm asking for one.
2: <laughs> yes, I think. I think a big one is a lot of people think that I'm confident (laughs) like again going back to what I was saying like my friend my one of my good friends was talking about oh I I want to do this podcast thing I want to you know go for my content creation dreams and I'm like you should totally do it and she told me but I'm not like you like I know you're confident you believe in yourself and you you're not afraid of putting yourself out there And I just laughed. I was like, oh my gosh, I am not. (laughs) I do these things scared. I do these things worrying. What will happen if blah blah blah. And what if I fall on my face? What if I make an embarrassment? What if people criticize? You know, there's so much fear, and and it really it's it's not gonna go away. I think, you know as human beings, we're inevitably going to have cracks in doubt sometimes. It, it gets better, but it's not, I think it's almost impossible to be like, yes, I'm perfectly always confident in myself, you know, um, unless maybe you're Tony Robbins. I don't know what goes in his mind. <laughs> For me personally, I know I still struggle with it, but I do it anyway. So it's like, I think a lot of people, assume oh because you're talking on podcasts and you're you're on social media and you do coaching like you've already figured it all out and I I wish I could be like that too and I said I I do not have things figured out I'm just doing it despite the uncertainty and the fear so
1: yeah that's that's my biggest takeaway thank you for mentioning this absolutely and if you mentioned the podcast like i started off with my podcast very shy first i was afraid that nobody will listen then people started listening i was afraid that people are listening and every time i jump on an interview it has been many 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 i think it's uh released now 70 episodes and there is more recorded Every time I need to get out of my comfort zone because, you know, these interviews are all made like right out of the flow. And I need to trust the people I'm talking to. This is a constant excitement and constant, I can even say sometimes fear, but I can tell you one thing that every time I hop on this conversation, I'm having so much fun and I think this is again that ocean what you fear so much and then you step into that puddle and be like poof okay it just happened
2: yeah yeah no I I'll say one last thing related to this is even um to be honest and people are very surprised when I share this but I also have social anxiety and like even my closest friends like in college were like you are totally an extrovert you're like a social butterfly you know and I was like no, I have social anxiety. I'm an introvert. Like, I don't, this is not my natural mode. If I had my choice, I would just hole up in my room and watch Netflix all day, not talk to people. Read but my books because,
1: and just be, yeah, read my mind. book. I I'm love just
2: like... a good book day. I might actually do that tomorrow. And nothing wrong with that. But it's like, oh like we as human beings we're created for relationship and connection and stepping outside our comfort zones because when we do that we experience so much richness that we can't when we're isolated and disconnected and i think every time you know i'm going to an event or a gathering or talking to people or interviewing someone you know i i still get those nerves but i i've realized from doing this so many times that those nerves are not something to run away from it's actually something to run towards because those nerves are also part of the excitement you know we we get that um nervousness confused sometimes of like oh it's fear it's a bad thing but actually the nerves is part of also the excitement the anticipation of what if this goes well then you know things other things will happen and so yeah i almost always like just like you said when i get nervous about something and i go do it anyway I come away being like, I'm so glad I did that, you know, it was so worth it. I'm so thankful I didn't let my fear dictate my actions. And yeah, when it comes to social events, sometimes not all the time, I will have the occasional, oh, I didn't have to go to that thing. But but I'm talking about more like you really want to do something like don't
1: shy away. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much (laughs) for being such a wonderful conversation partner today. Of course. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, do you want to create fantastic reels with unique captions quickly? script has saved me time and brought back the fun of creating reels. The writing, transcript editing and recording program automatically detects errors, arms, and speech gaps and much more. I became an affiliate of script because it eliminates the sucky part of reel and video editing and adds much value to my work as a coach and creator. You can try script for free by clicking the link in the show notes and reach out to me if you You need help with your first edit.